Welcome to the No Budget RC Podcast. I am Eli, and you are listening to episode 19. So what's new in my RC garage would be uh picked up an Axial Vanguard system for my Axial Bomber. I picked it up used, found it on the OfferUp app on my phone. Um, so ended up driving about 40 miles from my house to pick it up. 80 miles round trip, paid the guy 60 bucks for it, slapped it in there, and it was working really good. I ran it around the garage a little bit, and so I decided to uh, take it to the track on Tuesday before I had to go to work and test it out on the track to see how it was going to do because there was a race on Saturday that I wanted to attend. So I uh, took it to the track. Got it out there on the track, and it was performing very well. It, I think that uh, 3150 kV motor in the Vanguard system with the 15-tooth uh, pinion that I was running was about right where I want it for uh, racing on that particular track. Had good speed, could easily clear the doubles. Um, yeah, it was... It was doing good for me. Um, it wasn't the system I wanted. I wanted a censored brushless system so I could also use it for crawling. But I found a good deal on the system. I went and picked it up and slept it in there so I could get, you know, get it up and running and race on Saturday. So I ran about 30 minutes at the track and I was running it on a 3S 2200 milliamp pack, the ones I usually run in my SCX 10 crawler. When, uh, it had flipped over, I flipped it back over, and when I hit the throttle, the motor just cogged. You know, it wouldn't actually go, it just cogged. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it hit low voltage, and on low voltage cutoff, it's just not giving it enough power to actually run. That's what I assumed. I had to get going to work, so I packed it up, and I headed off to work. A couple days later, I decided... Better ch charge up those batteries, make sure those lipos are good to go for uh, the race on Saturday. I threw the lipo on that I'd been running in it, and that lipo was nowhere near dead. So, this got me thinking, if that lipo's not dead, am I having an issue with the uh, new electronics I just put in this vehicle? So I uh, threw the other 3S 2200 pack in, you know, the one I wasn't charging, threw it in the bomber and put the bomber up on my uh, little RC stand and hit the throttle and all the motor did was cogged. Hit reverse, all the motor did was cogged. Well, at this point I was kind of frustrated and a little pissed off and uh, so what was my method to get it running? The method that a lot of us use when we're angry, you know, instead of using our head. Let's just slam the trigger back and forth from full reverse to full throttle a few times, and, you know, that's going to fix it, right? Well, not in my case. Didn't fix it. All I accomplished is, uh, got a little, and the ESC let loose the white smoke. Went online, did a little research, found out that oftentimes when a brushless motor goes bad, that will be the results. It will just cog and will not go. And if you continue to keep trying to force it to go, then you end up smoking your speed controller. So now I am back to just having a bomber roller.
So if we learn anything from this story, um, maybe just keep in mind if all your motor is doing is cogging and it will not run, your motor is probably toast and, and just shut off your vehicle and save your speed controller. So anyways, I had already committed to picking up my friend Steven and taking him to the race. And so I said, what the hell, I'm still going to go to the race, I'll just marshal the races and uh, hang out, meet some new people and have a good time. So I uh, picked up my friend Steven, we went to the track. He was having some issues with his, uh, this was really the first run that he had had other than just uh, running in his driveway on his uh, Yeti score. Um, and the issue he was having was basically you would barely touch the trigger on the radio and it was basically going full throttle. Like, I mean, you, as soon as you touched it, it was, it was pretty much full on, full off was all he had. Um, which after the race, we were able to hook it up to the, uh, hobby shop owner, hooked it up to the computer for him and checked it out. It was with the castle link. He has the, uh, Castle Mambo Monster Pro in there, and whoever had had it before him had set it up, had a Tekken uh, Pro 4, uh, Rock 412, I think, or, yeah, I think it's a Rock 412 that he's got in there, but uh, they had, there was no throttle curve, it was just a straight up line, and they had the punch turned all the way up, so yeah, literally, as soon as you hit, the, I mean, yeah, he ran it in... Uh, I believe three races in the uh, independent class because we didn't have enough people to run. We were planning on running four different classes, but there wasn't enough people to run four classes, so we just ran an independent suspension class and a solid axle class. And he ran the score in the independent class, and he got the whole shot in every race. He was the guy you know, off the line. He had it. But the thing is he couldn't maintain that run because of the way the throttle was set up. And so uh, the hobby shop owners plugged it in, got it all fixed up for him, and hopefully next time he'll do better. Um, the, he did not want to run his Wraith in the solid axle class because he thought it was too slow. The hobby shop owner finally talked him into running the Wraith in the solid axle class because, you know, he didn't really have a lot of people show up. And actually, it was a cold day. It was, you know, it was a chilly day, but it, we actually didn't get any rain, so... It, but we'd had rain the day before, and we're actually, that was Saturday night, I'm recording this on Sunday night, and it's storming like crazy out there right now. So, I think the weather, a lot of people thought the weather was going to be an issue and didn't show up. Um, so, he finally talked Steven into running the Wraith in the uh, solid axle class. And, yeah, it probably was, the out of the, I believe there was six or seven vehicles running in that class. It probably had the slowest top speed out of the vehicles running in the class. However, he was able to just be consistent and, you know, run his own race and keep it on the wheels. He ended up taking third place overall out of the uh, solid axle class. So, you don't always need the fastest rig to win. It's um, probably the issue I will have when I do get the bomber up and running, is I do tend to... Uh, you know, if I get, somebody gets in front of me, I try and run too hard, and I usually end up flipping and crashing, and, you know, you know how that story goes, um, rather than just keeping it on the wheels and running my own race, 
But you know, it was it, all in all, it was a good time. Met a lot of cool people. Uh, saw some cool people that I've that I've known for a while in the hobby. Um, I mean, you guys know I do a podcast talking about RCs. I like to talk about RC cars, so I had a great time just you know meeting new people and talking about you know their setups and what RC cars they had out there. And you know, all in all, it ended up being a pretty good day, even though I didn't get a race. So I don't know when I will have the uh, Axial Bomber up and running and uh, what system I'm going to put in there exactly. I know what system I want to put in there. I don't know if my budget's going to allow for it, especially with the holidays coming up, you know. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, I believe the plan is to have the next race, which will be race number five for this uh, season or whatever you want to call it. Um... Well, I believe the plan is to have that on December 2nd. He's not officially announced it, but that's just the uh, date he gave out talking to him on Saturday. Um, he uh, did uh, end up getting some uh, beef patties for, from uh, the hobby shop when I was there on Saturday and putting them in my SCX-10. If you're not don't know what uh, beef patties are they are a brass weight um the wheels i have use the slw type hubs so these actually bolt be you bolt between your hub and your and your wheel and they add a little over two ounces per wheel on the 1.9 version um but i picked those up add a little weight down low on the uh, scx10 I wanted to pick up two sets, one for the front, front and one for the rear, but uh, he only had one set in stock. He's uh, currently ordering more. When they get in stock, I hope to pick up another set. Um, they're made by uh, the same people that do the Beef Tubes. That's the name of the company is Beef Tubes. And then these are called the Beef Patties. Um, they also have the uh, little retainer clip that goes on the bottom of your shocks that pulls your spring on. Uh, they also have a replacement for those which they call a beef tip and it's a solid brass piece um, you actually have to take the eyelid off the bottom of your shock to install them but then it uh, retains your spring and adds a little more weight down low um, quite a you know beef tubes actually has quite a bit more than what I knew of I mean I knew they had the beef tubes I knew they had you know just the regular beef tubes just to add a little bit of weight to your axle and uh, make your axle stronger and then for the SCX-10, I know they had the uh, XR-10 wide mod, which uh, allows you to put the Wraith steering knuckles on there and uh, actually get a little more uh, steering angle out of it. But yeah, um, some other products that I really wasn't that aware of. Um, I had seen the beef patties before. I didn't know what they were. Um, you can actually see them through the wheel, and they are actually... Uh, the design on them makes them look like a uh, brake rotor, so it's kind of cool. And I guess they actually do count as a scale point if you're into doing the uh, trail or the uh, crawler competitions. It actually counts as a scale point for you. But uh, really, that's about all I had for this episode. Um, just thought I would share my uh, week that didn't go so well. Um, you know, I got super excited to have the bomber up and running, and super excited to be uh, going out uh, racing on Saturday. And then it all came crashing down, but I had a good time anyways. I'm sure I would have had a better time if I actually got to get out there and race, but, you know.
But yeah, that's that's just kind of the way this hobby goes. You know, it's a nice thing about having uh, multiple RC cars. Is I was able to take my SCX10 um, at the uh, hobby shop there at Track and Trail Hobbies, but they have the hobby shop, they have the racetrack. Well, they also have a uh, crawler course, so I was able to play on the crawler course between races um, when I wasn't marshalling the races. And for those of you that might not be into racing and don't know, marshalling is basically you get people set up around the track, um, mostly in the corners. And you flip rigs over for people when they you know, flip over in the race. Um, typically, what he usually does is just has you know the racers like you know if, if you raced in the independent class, then you marshal for the uh, solid axle class. If you race in the solid axle class, you marshal for the independent class. And then there's some guys that run in both classes, but you know pretty much uh, that's the way he does it, you know, it's just club level racing, nothing serious, you know, we don't do any prizes or anything, we're just basically racing for bragging rights, but, uh, um, had a good time, and, you know, got out there and supported my local hobby shop, but, uh, thanks for listening, please subscribe, and until next time, have a good one.